Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, the 7th of July, and thank you, Ben, for sitting in for me yesterday. Hopefully, we'll hear more of Ben, otherwise I'll never get a holiday. This morning, we saw the Dow Jones up 460, catching up after its holiday on Friday. That's 1.8%, with a 2.2% rise in the NASDAQ, which was a record. It was mostly a technology-driven rally overnight, with Amazon up 6% to a record high, Netflix on an all-time high, Uber bought a loss-making competitor for a few billion on a shares for share deal and the share price was up 6% which covered the cost of the deal. Tesla was up 13.5% overnight on delivery numbers and broker upgrades. Tesla is now up 45% in a week at an all-time high and up 215% this year and Elon Musk has sold out of his short shorts which he was sending the shorters. You'll see a picture of that in the strategy piece today. There was also a China rally. The Chinese market was up 5.71% yesterday. Biggest gain, daily gain since 2000. 2015 and has driven resources this morning. Fortescue at one point was up 6%. This morning, our market opened up 63 with a good performance from resources, which were running on the back of the Chinese economic optimism and also on the back of a rally in banks. Morgan Stanley had a bit of research out this morning saying that the CBA results in August would be solid and that the management would try to avoid a dividend deferral. Despite that, they still had an underperform recommendation target price below the current share price by almost 10% or so, and the banks didn't hold the this morning they are all down as I speak. Moving on to strategy today. Positives today are things like market momentum, Nasdaq record high, basically the market behaving itself. It's had a fairly good week or so. Last week US market was up about 2.9%. The Chinese market going up 5.7% yesterday has created a new sort of, although it's only momentary, a new sort of Chinese economic optimism on the back of that. Fortescue is up 6% this morning. And that happened after one of China's China's state-run news outlets had a headline that said a healthy bull market was imminent, and you assume if it's a state-run news outlet that there is some reason for them to write that. Anyway, everyone took it to heart, and obviously that's that's an interesting theme. If the market's going to run on undercurrents, that could be one of the undercurrents that China's doing a lot better than the rest of the world. It did come out of coronavirus a lot quicker, in which case our resources sector starts to look more interesting. Other positives overnight, a good ISM services number in the US, which was almost back to February highs, pre-COVID highs. Some corporate updates in the US, which suggested that the US results season, which is just about to start, might just be okay. The chart, which is in the strategy piece of US deaths, which are still falling. Case numbers rising, deaths not rising. That's an interesting disconnect. We'll see if that continues. We expected deaths to start picking up by now, but it may well be that treatments are getting better or younger people are getting it with their reckless disregard of social distancing. Have you seen the pictures of Florida beaches? And it may well be that people just aren't dying because younger people are getting it. Uh, There was also a small positive was another Regeneron, I think I pronounced that right, antibody cocktail treatment, which might work. Negatives are... The fact that the momentum didn't carry through today, we've already given away a 63-point gain. Chinese market doesn't appear to have followed through today, though we'll see later on today. Looked like it was flat on the open. Afterpay has announced a billion-dollar capital raising, which takes some money out of the market. There's also a 10% founder sell-down today, which makes it sound like they are generously making shares available to people, but... No, they're selling $250 million worth of shares pretty much at the all-time high. It's in a trading hole.
result, the offer price was $61.75 against share price $68. That could could turn after pay, but you never know. Tomorrow you might find the price is higher than the current share price and that everybody thinks it's fabulous. Who knows? Virus news in the US is still not good. See the chart of the case numbers ripping up and the second wave ripping up, as I say, though, not being followed by deaths. Some states in the US have seen rollback restrictions again. I think Florida, was it? Closing their restaurants. And there are something like 16 states with record numbers of cases and 39 states with rising case numbers. Another small negative is Biden gaining in, gaining in the polls, which is thought to be a non-positive for the market. Fixed volatility, despite the rally on Wall Street overnight, was actually up on the night. So volatility is still elevated, but it is trending off still. And finally, US tensions over Hong Kong continue. That could flare up at any moment. Facebook, Google, Twitter have suspended processing government requests for user data in Hong Kong, presumably telling the Chinese government that we are not going to give you all the info on all our users. Meanwhile, other quick things before I do the strategy summary. RBA meeting today. Can't believe they're going to tell us anything we haven't already heard. Morgan Stanley research, as I said, talking about a solid result from CBA. An observation that needs to be made is that recovery stocks are not recovering. The market may have held up in the last couple of weeks or so, but have a look at the chart of the US airline sector in the strategy piece today. It's not going anywhere. It seems the travel trade is not happening. And it's interesting because if the market is going up, it's a different anatomy. We saw a recovery stocks rally in March, very rapid one, which was the the market buying oversold stocks on their lows, looking for sentiment recovery, which happened. It was not a quality rally. It was not a fundamental rally. It was an oversold rally and a very rapid recovery. It looks like the market making progress at the moment is making progress with different stocks, not the recovery stocks. It seems to be based more on money going into larger stocks. Banks have shown buy signals across the board, as you will have seen if you looked at Ben's chart page, sector chart page on Friday, which is now a regular thing, and also into healthcare. So a different anatomy to the current rally. And that means if we were going to buy anything, that's probably where we need to focus, not on recovery stocks. And finally, Trump claims 99% of US coronavirus cases are totally harmless without providing any evidence. He has inspired the Democratic New York governor, who has managed his state rather well, to say that he needs to acknowledge to the American people that COVID exists. It is a major problem and it's going to continue. And I was talking to Bob's daughter, who popped in to see us in our end of financial year lunch on Friday, and she is a restaurateur in New York. And she was saying that most of America is just getting back to business as usual. Reckless disregard of the virus and the risks led by Trump's attitude. And she referred to the Western states that are seeing explosions in cases at the moment as the Wild West. And that New York had at least proven that it could get on top of the virus if it broke out again. So was lifting restrictions and hopefully her restaurant would be back in business soon. But there is clearly in America, if you you just look at the photos of uh, beaches in Florida, uh, people don't care, it seems. And that may be one of the elements we're missing in Australia as we continue to take it very seriously that the rest of the world may not be and that the American economy may just see a V-shaped recovery. Anyway, just might be one of the things that we're getting wrong. So strategy summary today. We're getting left behind as the market rallies and the market rallies with headwinds, I've got to say. Headlines are not positive. There are 
are more negative flash points than positives, I think, at the moment. But still, it goes up. And still, we sit in cash in our SMAs. And we have been playing King Canute for a week now, trying to hold back the tide of the market going up and getting it wrong. There's still no major uptrend, though. There's, uh, If you look at the chart in the strategy piece, it's still a bit of a sideways movement, although we've had a good rally in the last week or so. And in our morning discussion, we did talk about FOMO, a fear of missing out. And the main factor driving us to even think about buying is FOMO, a bit of trend and the fear of underperformance. And they're not great reasons to be buying the market. We really wouldn't want to put our own money in the market. Now, our money is in the SMAs anyway. So why would we pile the fund back in? Why would we put our investors back in? We need to be excited about buying stocks, not pushed into buying because the market's going up. So despite a few good days. I just don't feel it's safe yet. We're not in a comfortable bull market. It's still volatile. The headlines could flare up at any moment. But having said all that, the risk of a significant correction, which is why we cashed up recently, is seemingly fading. We don't see the market as having another March-style sharp rally. That was a really rapid sentiment recovery in March. The sentiment has improved already. We're not at oversold lows, especially not in the US. They're at all-time highs. So we don't see that we are going to miss out on some rapid rally here. Worth making that point, whereas we were in March and we timed that We don't see the need to jump in because we don't see the possibility of a really sharp rally from here. Maybe in individual stocks, but not in the market as a whole. We are not going to buy the market, we decided. It's still risky. It would be foolish and unfounded for us to go all in just because we've seen a good week in a sideways market. But we have decided that we can buy stocks and we will buy individual stocks if we want to, but we have to be excited about it. Slightly the wrong word. We have to want to buy stocks for the possibility of making money. We don't want to be buying the market. And for instance, we're not excited about buying the banks, even though there are a lot of buy signals. Even if they did rally, they're unlikely to rally too hard. And we also think that this time or in this period of the market, which is a bit sideways, maybe up, it is not a moment to be buying for a sentiment recovery as it was in March. This is the market is not littered with oversold stocks. So this time around, the rally will be different. And what we've seen in the last few days has been different. It's been more focused on quality and safety rather than exploiting oversold risk recovery. So stock selection would be different if we did buy the market at the moment. And you can see that in the way recovery stocks are not performing. The travel stocks, energy stocks are not flying in the recent rally. In fact, they're being left behind. So this this buying, if we do any, is going to be different. We also recognize we're, we've got the August results season around the corner, and that's a risk. It's only a few weeks away, and it is going to polarize the winners and survivors from the virus-related losers. This is not a time to be buying Qantas ahead of the worst results it's ever going to have, and we need to play it a bit safer than that. So if we do do any buying, we're going to focus on the survivors and winners, not try and bottom pick the losers, which is what we were doing in March successfully. But we think at this point, that is not the play. Most interesting new theme we can see at the moment is this Chinese economic optimism. And you know, Fortescue up 6% today. We'll see if that develops. The other interesting theme is the bottoming in the healthcare sector. It is safer. It's nearer to its lows than its highs, whereas technology is near its highs. Having said that, technology has to remain a focus, but that will require stock picking. Maybe the afterpay capital raising will burst the bubble, which will provide a buy 
buying opportunity. But I have a funny feeling you might just find Afterpay's up tomorrow again after a oversubscribed capital raising today. We'll see how that turns out. Uh, we are in the process now of, as we do every day, picking some stocks to buy. The criteria is that they have to have a positive theme or trend that we do think we will make money, not just lose less money than the market. And they do need to offer a degree of safety should the market tip over, which despite the recent strength, I think is still very possible. It's definitely not safe out there. So we are in no rush at the moment, but I think you'll probably find us if this market holds up, you'll probably find us buying a few stocks over the next few days if the trend continues. Meanwhile, our market now, what is it? Up seven. So we were down four, up 63. We're sort of sitting there waiting for something to happen at this point in time. The Dow futures are down 104. When I started speaking, they were down 50. So they're tailing down at the moment. And also we see the Chinese market should be open by now. It is actually doing okay. It's up 0.67%, 77%. So it has held on, but it doesn't seem to have done our market much good. Fortescue's up 6%. Anyway, you have a good day. We will have a good think about what we should be buying if we're going to buy anything. And we'll pick this up again tomorrow.